Good morning, you're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. I'm in San Diego at the FEI Group meeting, and I'm with Larry Barr and Wayne Joseph, co-CEO of Artisan Design Group. How you guys doing? We're doing good, Kemp. How are you? Yeah. Doing very good, Kemp. First, start with you, Larry. Last time I talked to you was in 2015, and you were CEO of Floors, Inc., you know, a Dallas-based organization that's in the builder business and... A little retail. A little bit of, actually, what, nine Carpet One stores, right? Carpet One stores, correct. Yeah. And then I hear about you and and Wayne Joseph with Malibu getting together. Why don't you just start out telling us how this came about? Well, Wayne and I have known each other for a long time. Floors Inc., the company I ran, was a single-family construction flooring company, and Wayne does new multifamily. So not only are we very, very close friends, we also had the same ideology. We thought that if we could create a company, that was multifaceted and attract the very best minds in this business, we could create something special, not just for us, but for our people, for the relationships, for the the cultures of all these companies, and and we have done that pretty well in about a year and a half's time. Now you have 10 companies, and if you don't mind, I I have a list here I'm going to run through them. Obviously, the two that you guys were running, Floors, Inc. and Malibu Floors, but there's Arlen in Denver, there's Atlanta West Carpets in Atlanta, Decor in Charlotte, there's uh, Images in Denver. There's J.R. McDade in Arizona. There's Kermans in Indianapolis. There's Metro Carpets in Middle Tennessee. And WCCU in Northeast Ohio. Yeah. WCCF in, in okay. the Cleveland area. Decor is also in uh, Myrtle Beach in Charleston. Okay. Uh, Kermans also operates out of Nashville along uh, Metro. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much the group so far. Yeah. So th- these people have just kind of heard about what you're doing, and so they're coming to you and saying, we'd like to be part of the group. Tell me how that's happening. There is some of that, Kemp. Uh, some of it is that we've known a lot of people. We both, Wayne and I, have been in the business for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we know a lot of people. We've traveled with them. We, we've had dinner with them, probably a few more drinks we all care to talk about together. Mm-hmm. And I think most people just trust us. I know we, all, we, we have their back. They do the right thing. And the whole idea was that, we're not looking to take away anybody's identity. We want them to continue to use their name going out into the local community because everything we do is about local execution, mm-hmm. and that's what the passion is that these people have. And since we've done it, nobody's left. Everybody's vested. Everybody wants to stay on, and, and that's the beauty of it. So as we have reached out to some people we knew better, others had approached us, mm-hmm. and, and we continue to have a strong pipeline of acquisitions. Mm-hmm. Well, without getting into the minute details on this, is this a partnership of 10, or is this one organization that they're becoming employees in, or how is it structured? We're all basically part of a company called Artisan Design Group, which is an umbrella company that we use to go to market with, because mm-hmm. you have to have a commonality in that situation. Right. But to their local builder, whether it's a regional builder, a national builder, a, a multifamily, a replacement, they are still known as the core. They're still known as Atlanta West because what attracted them to us is what they are to the community. Mm-hmm. They are well-known. They are Some of them are family. Some of them are second and third generation. And if they're not, they have built a, an incredible staff from within. Mm-hmm. And it's their culture that is attractive to this whole dynamic of what we're trying to create. Mm-hmm. And so what is the benefit to each of the individual companies? Well, they become part of a bigger company. And obviously, as you know, scale will help managing assets moving forward. What made these people great typically is started in sales, and as we do some more accounting work collectively, as we move into estimating collectively, if we can centralize things, we take away all the things that were a pain in the neck to most entrepreneurs, where they can concentrate on the daily, we call it tackling and blocking, relationships with their crews, relationships with their customers, and most importantly, relationships with their people. And if they get back to those basics where they don't have to deal with all the other 
things that, 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 that cause you a lot of pain, then I think they get happier and they get more productive. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, though, entrepreneurs are kind of wondering, you know, what's the end game and how do my heirs get involved and that kind of thing. So how have you worked all that out? Well, that, that's a great question, but it's all part of a putting together a company that also has room to grow. We want people to be able to step into the roles. As we all age, and no one's looking to leave, but then there is people, their lieutenants and their people underneath them all have an opportunity to continue that same culture that they've grown to love and and have nurtured and made them famous, basically, in their community. So we are always looking to be able to move people from where they are and up. And if we can continue that, then I think we have longevity and a legacy of each company to move forward generationally. Okay. So when you and Wayne got together and decided you want to do this, did you go seeking an investor or did they come to you or how'd that work out? Well, it was through a friend of a friend, you know, basically had dinner one night and said, what are you going to do with your company? Floors Inc. was an ESOP. Eventually the end game for an ESOP is to sell it so everybody can get paid accordingly. And basically he had a friend that was an investment banker He did a little work in the space. He came out to see me. He realized we didn't want to sell a company. We wanted to create a company. So he went to market, doing what he does best, came back with a company, an investment company that was interested. Mm -hmm. There were several of them. These folks basically won the the opportunity. Uh We met them, and, you know, by that next week we had an LOI on our desk, and a short 11 months later we closed. Well, if you don't mind me mentioning, because I think it's interesting, it's Dunes Point Capital, and they also own the Speakman brand. I mean, they're in the builder space with a lot of different brands, aren't they? They have several. They're a young company. They, they do a very good job. They're the perfect mate for what we're looking to try and do. They're not looking to run the day-to-day business, but they are obviously very involved in, in what's going on and giving us all the help and assistance that we need. I do know they own a window company and a few others, so uh, they're a very good partner. So, Wayne, has this been good for you so far? It's been great. You know, as an entrepreneur my whole life, I never thought that this would be something that I would really want to get into. And as we see some of these new operators coming in, you know, that lends a lot of credence to the fact that you know, we had an ESOP and we had an uh, entrepreneur that have done a deal, and we all have the same philosophies and goals, and we're moving in a direction that's just been uh, phenomenal for all of us. So h- how do you guys communicate? Do you have meetings once a month where you're all on some kind of a computer looking at each other, or how do you do that? Well, we have phone calls uh-huh. once every uh, week, uh-huh. okay. and we talk to all the, uh, all the operators, so that that's, that's a long day. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Larry and I are talking all the time, and, and Doug, of course. It's a weekly call, and then we, uh, we also have our weekly calls with our investment group. It keeps us busy, but we, we communicate. And you share some customers, too, don't you? We do. Yeah, we and, do. And that's one of the advantages, right? It, it is an advantage, and, and a, a larger advantage is that we feel that we can really grow this thing organically because of the national uh, relationships that we have out in the industry. And there's synergies, too, as well, like, say, with health care. I mean, with the bigger the company is, sometimes it kind of helps to reduce cost, right? i got to tell you that, you know, I don't think going into this that that was the number one plan. Uh-huh. But uh, after uh, talking to a couple of the operators that are very good operators, uh, it, was one of their, uh, it was one of the main things that they said their employees really got a benefit out of. So uh-huh. it's, it's been very good for all the employees, including us. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, guys, roughly how big are you from an annual revenue standpoint? Well, we're just a little over $400 million a year. A big group. So what do you think the future is going to look like for you? Well, I can tell you right now that we're growing. We're growing steadily organically as well. Bringing Doug and uh, Fred Snyder in, it's certainly helped us in all the national areas of, of home builders. Uh, we're putting together plans every day to try to build the multifamily organically. 
and uh, we're seeing a lot of strides in that. So, you know, the future looks like there's going to be a nice backlog of companies that we've talked to and are interested in joining our group, and I think that's going to be probably the next phase of where we go. All right. Well, congratulations, guys, and thanks for spending time with our listeners. Again, been talking to Larry Barr and Wayne Joseph, co-CEO of Artisan Design Group, and you've been listening to Kemp Barr and FloridaLee.net.